Blog Talk Radio. of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to bringing you the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksman course, uh, marksmanship course available in the United States today. The absolute best. And while we're teaching you about uh, rifle marksmanship, we're going to talk to you about the heritage uh, of America, about the American Revolutionary War, about the American Revolution and the difference between the two, about the men and women that stood together in ranks on April 19, 1775, so that you would not have to on April 19, 2011. We owe a huge debt to these men and women, and it's a debt that we can never really repay because, of course, they are long gone. So how can we balance the scales? How can we make the ledger right? And the answer is that we honor them. And how are we going to honor these folks? How are we going to honor someone who's long dead? And what we're going to do, what you're going to do, what I'm going to do, what we're all going to do, is we're going to remember them. We're going to tell the stories about them, about what they did, and then we're going to to try and continue to keep the faith in the ideas and the principles that guided the founders when they began this nation. 
we're going to do our best to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords us. And if you come to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event, we're going to tell you how you can do that. We're going to get you started. Right after we teach you about slings, how to build a stable shooting position, how to determine your natural point of aim and shift it onto the target, how to execute the shot by the six steps, and then give you a, uh, a nice explanation of inches, minutes, and clicks and how they, particip- how they uh, pertain to your rifle, along with talking targets, target analysis, uh, and a great deal of the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship that, <clears throat> that if you've been shooting your whole life, you've probably uh, come across most of these things. But if you haven't, and, and even if you have been shooting your whole life, you didn't know you didn't get it all in one place because nobody as far as I know no one has ever put it together in one package like this I've never found anybody I'm sure that at some point somebody did somewhere somebody was was teaching a course but it's never been done on a scale that we're doing it's never been done on a national scale and uh, it certainly hasn't been done in such a way and it's not being done currently where you can go to an event almost every weekend of the year. Somewhere within a reasonable driving distance of you is an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Weekend. And uh, and all you have to do to get to one is go to the RWVA, the Revolutionary War Veterans Association homepage. You can get there by going to rwva.org. That's our homepage. On the homepage... You'll see a line of tabs across the top. The second from the left says Appleseed. If you put your cursor on that, you'll get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, select Schedule. <clears throat> that will take you to the to the page that I'm looking at now. Uh, actually, it'll take you to a page that has a map of the United States on it. Now, if you want to find out the events for your specific state, you simply put your cursor on that state and click on it, and it'll give you a listing of the events in your state. If you would like to see a listing of the events uh, nationwide, there's a hot link embedded in the text above the map. You click on that, and it'll uh, give you a listing of all of the events going on across the United States. And there are a lot of them. Uh, if you look at uh, if you look at some of the dates, uh, I'm just scrolling through the dates now, looking at it, and uh, geez. June 18th and 19th, uh, uh, May 21st, 22nd. <clears throat> a lot of these dates have uh, 25, 35, 45. Some even have 50 events on a one weekend. And if, if not a a special signature weekend, we had that back on uh, the April 16th and 17th, where we did over 100 events nationwide on the same weekend. No, this is just a regular date, and you look on that date, and you'll see that uh, that there are 25, 35, or more events on a regular plain date spread out across the United States on uh, that particular weekend. And I, I remember just a few short years ago, you know, when we first started, we said uh, we're going to try, we're going to we're going to try and do 50 events in a year. Can they, is that possible? Could that ever be done? How could we ever do that? Fifty events in a year. Huh? 
I just don't know. I don't. I, I don't understand. And uh, and now we'll do we'll do close to a whole year's worth on just a normal weekend. That shows that the program is working. We're growing, and the program is working. Now remember that the Appleseed Project is a nationwide, all-volunteer, grassroots project completely run by volunteers. And uh, these are men and women and and children, uh, youth, because we have quite a few uh, kids that are in the instruction, uh, in the instructor in training, and uh, already some of them uh, have been promoted to full instructor status uh, under 21. But this is men, women, and kids volunteering to give up their weekends, and not just one weekend a year. I mean, we're pretty... uh, we're pretty intense on the commitment level that we ask these volunteers to give, and uh, and they give them. And a lot of times, it's a it's a tough road to hoe to do it, but they do it, and they're not getting paid, so there must be something there, right? Otherwise, they would just walk away, but they don't. They stay at it. Weekend after weekend, year after year, we have some of the best people in the United States working in this program, and it's a good program. I'm not going to tell you it's a perfect program, okay? There's no such thing as a perfect program. But we have a really, really great program. It's staffed by the the absolute best folks, uh, I think, in the whole world. You know, I, I used to joke about about if you were running out of, uh, or if you had a, a bunch of sorry friends, you know what I'm talking about, the folks that they borrow your tools, they don't bring them back, they owe you money, they you want to go shooting, and, and they're, they're too busy watching The Simpsons or uh, any any number of things. And you can go to an Appleseed weekend and look around you because there will be a whole row. There will be 15 or 20 people on each side of you, to your left and to your right. And uh, inside that group is a good chance of getting some new best friends. Some new best friends that want to shoot, that care about the nation. Uh, Maybe not exactly like you do, but they care about it enough that they showed up for an Appleseed Rifle Marketship weekend. And you can get you some new friends uh, out of Appleseed. I did. <clears throat> I did. The majority of my friends now, I've got one or two maybe that uh, that I went to school with and I somehow got stuck with, but uh, the majority of my friends now are my brother uh, and sister Appleseed friends, folks that uh, I've worked with now for many years and who I know quite well, who have the same drive, the same determination, the same professionalism. And these are folks that uh, I couldn't be happier to have found within the program. And I've also joked with you guys, too, and you and you ladies, that if you're looking for uh, 
uh, a worthwhile, uh, uh, significant other, that uh, this, this might be a good place to look, you know? I mean, if you haven't found anybody at, uh, in your church or in your community group or something and, uh, and you want to, uh, to broaden, your, uh, broaden your horizons there, you can, uh, you can go to an Appleseed because we have plenty of good men and good women who attend Appleseeds. And, uh, and as I said, these folks are the best folks that our nation has to offer. I'll, I can guarantee you this. All right, so if you want to come to an Appleseed weekend, as I said, the best thing for you to do is to go to rwva.org, <clears throat> put your cursor on the Appleseed tab. You'll get a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, select Schedule. That will take you to uh, the page that I'm looking at now. Now, once you've gotten to either your state or the national roster, then the events will be listed uh, alphabetically by the cities according to that weekend, right? And then to the right of that will be a couple of other hot links because once you've clicked on the schedule, it takes you to a uh, uh, or once you once you've clicked on the schedule and you're here on the the page, you'll see two hot links to the right. <clears throat> One says information. Now. What you'll do is you'll find you'll figure out the event that you'd like to attend. You'll figure out the the city and the date. And once you've got those two things down, there's two hot links to the right. One says information. And that'll give you all the specific information that's specific to that specific location on that specific date. And uh, it will give you the directions on how to get there, contact information of the folks involved. Any special rules, regulations for the ranges or for the state, etc. Be sure and read that. And then right next to that is another hot link. Right below it says register. And when you click on that, that'll take you to uh, uh, a non-Appleseed website. That takes you to the third-party software we use. It is the Eventbrite system, and that will let you register right then and there for that event, which we which we encourage you to do. Because the the days of of being guaranteed a walk on to the line are over. All right. <clears throat> now I'm not saying that you can't do it still because you can you can, you can still walk on and get you a place. You know, but it's not guaranteed anymore. A lot of the events are selling out. Matter of fact, I've got uh, uh, I've got a letter here if I can find it in just a minute uh, that. Uh, uh, Hawk Haven and his crew send to me uh, every week, which is the sold-out shoots, and uh, and what uh, what happens is I'm looking for the for the note here. I'll, I'll have to look for it just a second. But <clears throat> what happens is the events will be sold out and you'll be thinking that you've got uh, a quick walk on and you you get there and you and you can't uh, you're not going to be able to get on because <clears throat> it's sold out and uh, and that is going to be a sad thing for you all right so make sure that you once you've decided on a location and a date go ahead and pre-register for that it's very easy to do also it gives you the the uh, discount, if you pre-register 
the price for the two-day rifle marksmanship course is $70. If you just walk on, it's going to be another $10, making it $80, all right? That's if you don't fall into any of the free categories. If you are active duty guard or reserve, then we want you to attend on our dime. We want you to attend free. If you're law enforcement, we'd like you to attend free. If you're a woman or a minor, child under 21, then uh, the women will be $10 and the kids will be $5. And uh, even if you're free, we still need you to pre-register because we use that to determine how many uh, instructors we need to send, how much gear, etc. So please make sure that once you've decided uh, on attending an event, go ahead and pre-register for it, and uh, and that'll get make sure that you have a place on the line. It'll make sure that we know how many folks are coming. Now, normally, if you pre-register for an event and uh, there is some difficulty, you need to go a different weekend or something. Usually, there is not. Usually, there's no problem in sliding that uh, to a different date. Uh, now, I'm going to make sure that. As far as I know, I've never had any problem with anybody just sliding uh, the, their uh, registration to a different date if they couldn't make it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the one last thing I wanted to uh, to talk to you about before we go through the before we go through the uh, the events real quick is the rifleman's opportunity card now. This is a uh, this is a program that's just opened up because listen we want you we want you to become a rifleman and the way you get started on that is by shooting to rifleman standards and getting your rifleman's patch. Be, getting the rifleman's patch does not make you a rifleman. There's a lot more involved in it than just a patch. All right, and that's no different than saying uh, a driver's license will make you uh, a NASCAR winner. Right? It doesn't. It just means you can drive a car. Same thing with the rifleman's patch. The rifleman's patch doesn't make you a rifleman. It just says you can start shooting. You can start learning what it means to become a rifleman. And we want you to get your patch. Matter of fact, we want it so much that if you come to a uh, an RWVA event, if you come to an Appleseed weekend, and you pay for that weekend. And then you also uh, buy a membership in the Revolutionary War Veterans Association, which is about 20 bucks, I think. So if you get your uh, membership card and you pay for that weekend, you bring both of those to the – and you don't shoot to rifleman standards. You don't shoot 210 or above on the AQT that weekend. You take those to the shoot boss and tell him that you want to come back and you want to get – your rifleman's patch. You want to keep shooting until you get it. And he'll put a sticker on there that will allow you to keep coming back uh, without having to pay each time until you get uh, until you score two ten or above on the AQT, or until one year has passed. Now listen, nobody takes a whole year to make rifleman, but if you do, if for some reason, if you if you've got something that's holding you up or stopping you, uh, no problem. But you should be able to, uh, if you uh, if you're following the instruction and you don't have any type of uh, disabilities or anything else like that, you should be able to uh, to do this in about uh, 
two to three weekends. That includes you uh, uh, following instructions and uh, and staying on a dry fire schedule at home too. You know, working the positions and dry firing. But you should be able to do this in just a uh, a couple of apple seed events. <clears throat> but you'll be able to continue to come to events until you shoot uh, to your rifleman standards or until years passed. So this is a great opportunity for you guys because I know a lot of folks they come to the events. Uh, very regularly, and it's not just because they 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 are completely interested in just the shooting aspect. All right, I mean, Appleseed is not a social club; it's not a social organization. Uh, it's a shooting and American heritage organization. Nonetheless, it's a place where you can spend time in the company of riflemen, and that's what a lot of people do. They come to events over and over. Even if folks have already shot rifle, they're still coming back because they want to keep their shooting skills sharp. And we want you to do that at the least, uh, the least charge to you. Because what we're also hoping is that if you're that determined, if you're going to come back, you're going to keep shooting until you get your rifle's patch, then you have the skill, you have the determination that we're looking for in an instructor. We'd like you to to come back, keep coming back at no charge, till you shoot to rifleman standards. And then, hopefully by that time, you'll see the benefits of this program, not just to to folks in shooting, but also to individuals uh, and then to the nation. And then you decide that... Uh, hopefully, that you will become an instructor. So that's what we're hoping is going to happen. And if you need any information, any more information about it, you can, uh, you're welcome to contact me, either uh, on the forum or at rangescout at hughes.net, R-A-N-G-E-S-C-O-U-T, one word, lowercase, at hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S dot net. That's my email. And then uh, on the rwva.org page, uh, at the tabs on the top, at the far right tab, says email us. That will give you, uh, I believe there's 49 emails there. There is one that goes to the general organization, and then 48 state emails. So if you have a general question you want to send, I, I would recommend that you send it to your state because they're going to have the usually the best answers for you. So send it to your state, and uh, and they can answer any questions that you might have. I, I don't know if we're if we were still looking at uh, getting uh, a a rotating phone number or not. Uh, there's not one now, but uh, if you send an email to any of the folks, and uh, and of course you are you're always welcome to call me uh, if you have any questions. My phone number is two five four. Two one seven one three two five, and uh, I'll be glad to answer any questions you have. <clears throat> All right, so let's quickly uh, get to the get to the listing of events tonight. We're supposed to have uh, Benjamin Smith, who's the editor of the uh, Patriots of the American Revolution magazine. He's uh, he's agreed to come on and speak with us about the magazine, about what they do, and uh, 
he's also very generously donated a uh, uh, ad space in his magazine to Appleseed. So we'll get to him in just a few minutes. Uh, we're waiting for him to call in now. And let me give you the listing of events. All right. The events start out the weekend of the 21st and 22nd in Bakersfield, California, followed by Bellevue, Michigan, Blackfoot, Idaho. Brighton, Colorado, May 21st and 22nd is a ladies-only event. Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, May Saturday, May 21st is a one-day apple seed. Now, uh, let me tell you about these one days again and just say that <clears throat> if you uh, – if you're trying to get an event at a range and the thing that's holding you back is they don't want to give up the range for the whole weekend, offer them, uh, ask if they will accept a one-day event, all right? That's where we we have compacted the course of fire and the instruction down even more. So, uh, so we're trying to give everything in one day. Let's see if they won't do that, uh, if they won't accept that. And then once they see the program, they see how valuable it is, maybe they'll go ahead and give you the full two days. So don't forget that you can ask for a one-day event uh, if need be. All right, that same weekend, May 21st, 22nd, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Corona, California, Davila, Texas, East Providence, Rhode Island. Saturday, May 21st is a one-day event. Enfield, New Hampshire, May 21st and 22nd, as is Hernando County, Florida. Hudson Falls, New York, Las Vegas, Nevada, Leiden, Massachusetts, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, New Bremen, New York, Ossian, Indiana, Pequot, Ohio, Raton, New Mexico, Redwood Falls, Minnesota, Sacramento, California, Worland, Wyoming, Harvard, Massachusetts is May 22nd. That's Sunday. They're showing it as May 22nd and 22nd. So uh, unless uh, unless somebody, unless that's a mistake, that's going to be Sunday, May 22nd, a one-day event, but it's not listed as a one-day. So you guys in uh, Massachusetts, make sure that that's right, that I'm not giving folks out uh, some bogus information. That takes us to the next weekend, which is the May 28th, 29th, which starts out in Boaz, Kentucky, followed by Bowling Green, Missouri, Calverton, New York, Castle Rock, Washington, Chaplin, Connecticut, Saturday, May 28th, is a one-day event. Chillicothe, Illinois, is May 28th, 29th, as is Dallas-Fort Worth, but the Dallas-Fort Worth, the Quail Creek Range, is ladies only. And uh, I've mentioned to you guys several times now about the Diva, D-I-V-A dash WOW, W-O-W, which is Women Outdoor Worldwide. And this is an organization that is uh, for ladies only and dedicated to introducing women to the outdoors and to uh, uh, the, uh, the sports and, uh, and everything in, that's involved in the outdoors, camping, uh, hunting, fishing, hiking, uh, river rafting, you name it, if it's done in the outdoors, then these ladies uh, are willing to give it a spin. And one of the spins that they're giving is we're working with them on putting in, uh, putting up uh, ladies-only shoots. And listen, every time we work with them to put on these ladies-only shoots, 
the events have sold out, and uh, they usually sell out pretty quick uh, because these women are they're hardworking professional women, and they get the job done. You know, I always tell you that I, I love our female instructors, but you, you got to be careful with a female instructor because you, one of the things you have to remember is that if you ask her to do something, then it's going to be it's going to get done. So don't ask the female instructors to do something unless you really want it done. All right. A lot of times the guys, uh, you know, we're good at talking about doing stuff, but uh, and, and and the guys in the Appleseed Project usually follow through. But I'm telling you, the, the ladies in the Appleseed Project, they will run over you with the, an 18 wheeler uh, in order to get their job done. So, if you want to work with the the Diva Wow, then I suggest you contact Judy Rhodes at uh, Diva Wow uh, the uh, Diva Wow organization. I, b- I believe it's divawow.org. I'm not sure, but if you'll just Google Diva uh, slash dash W-O-W, it'll take you to their website. Contact Judy Rhodes here if you would like to put together a ladies-only event, uh, and they'll be glad to help you with it. Now, I keep telling you guys that, uh, that okay, here we go, uh, www.divawow, all one word, dot org. And uh, that's the Diva Women's Outdoors Worldwide. And uh, Harvard, Massachusetts is a one-day shoot on Sunday, uh, May 22nd. All right? That came from the old God. So there you go. That's a Sunday shoot on May 22nd. All right, back to Diva. And uh, if you guys will get in touch with them, they will be glad to help you and you know, anytime you get another group to help you, then you've 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 basically gotten uh, you've turned uh, that into a force multiplier, right? So instead of it just being you and your crew there in that state working on it, now you've got you, your crew, and then another full organization working on it. So anytime that you guys can uh, can get a force multiplier, such as Diva such as the Sons of the American Revolution, Daughters of the American Revolution, any of these organizations, I really suggest that you partner with them uh, in order to to use them as a force multiplier for you. All right, back to the the upcoming events. The May 28th and 29th weekend. All right, we'll start back again with Eleanor. West Virginia. However, this is going to be a three-day weekend, 28th, 29th, and 30th. That is uh, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in Eleanor, West Virginia. Uh, for the 28th and 29th, uh, begins again in Eureka, Kansas, Evansville, Indiana, Fredericksburg, Texas, Gardnerville, Nevada, Gibsonburg, Ohio, Glen Helen, California, Grand Island, Nebraska, Gunnison, Colorado, Kingman, Arizona, Lewiston, Idaho, Manchester, Tennessee, Messina, New York, Menominee, Wisconsin, Montrose, Iowa, Mayaka City, Florida, New Philadelphia, Ohio, Rama, Colorado, Ramsur, North Carolina, May 28th, 29th, and 30th is a three-day event. And, uh, you know, Ramsur is our is our home range. And... Uh, I always advise everyone to, uh, at some point in their apple seed, uh, their apple seed travels, to try and make it to Ramsur, North Carolina. They have a beautiful range there, 
and uh, they've got uh, an actual distance that goes out to uh, 500, and they've got pop-ups usually that uh, that they can put out up there. So, all right, uh, let me see, where was I? Okay, May 28th and 29th begins again in Riley, Indiana, Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, Troop, New York, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Van Etten, New York, Colebrook, Connecticut is Sunday, with a one-day event, Sunday, May 29th, Rama, Colorado is also a one-day event, however, it is May 30th, so that's a Monday all right, that takes us to the next weekend, which is June 4th and 5th. That starts in Amarillo, Texas, followed by Atlanta, Indiana, Bloomington, Illinois, Castleton, North Dakota, Clinton, Illinois, College Station, Texas, Fresno, California, Gainesville, Florida, Hartford, Connecticut, Houghton Lake, Michigan, Lake Jackson, Texas, June 4th and 5th. This is another ladies-only event that uh, we're partnering with the Diva again in. And that same weekend, 4th and 5th, is Lewiston, Pennsylvania, Miamisburg, Ohio, Pine Bluffs, Wyoming, Rainbow, California, Sherburn, Louisiana, Waterman, Illinois, Weir, New Hampshire. That takes us to the June 10th and 11th weekend, which begins in Kaysville, Utah, followed by Augusta, Georgia, which is a three-day event, June 11th. No. Okay, the Kaysville, Utah event is a Friday-Saturday event. Uh, Make sure that uh, you're the Utah folks. Make sure you check that and make sure that that's right. There's no reason it shouldn't be, but just make sure that that's right. But uh, June 10th and 11th, that would be Friday and Saturday. That's followed by the regular events, which is the 11th and 12th, that's Saturday and Sunday, in Augusta, Georgia, followed by Azusa, California, Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, Bedford, Indiana, Birmingham, Alabama, Boulder City, Nevada, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Como, Mississippi, Dadeville, Missouri, Dallas, Fort Worth, Davila, Texas, Eureka, Kansas, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Lewiston, Idaho, Marshall, Minnesota, Montpelier, Virginia, Ottawa, Illinois, Piru, California, Racine, Wisconsin, Ramsur, North Carolina, St. Augustine, Florida, Shenandoah, Iowa, Shreveport, Louisiana, Troop, New York, Winslow, New Jersey, Zanesfield, Ohio, and that finishes out the June 11th and 12th weekend, all right, so that's a month ahead. <clears throat> I'm looking forward to being in uh, New York uh, in July, so hopefully I'll be able to, uh, to, I think last year I did three events there, three different weekends, and hopefully I'll be able to do the same thing uh, this coming weekend, this coming uh, July. All right. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have any questions, if you have any comments, uh, etc., about any of the stuff that I just put out, or if you would like to, uh, if you'd like to make any comments or suggestions or anything, you're always welcome to call in. All right, you can call in. Uh, the show number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. 
347-308-8790. You'll talk to the call screener there, and uh, he'll put your information up if you want to get on the air uh, and what your question is, etc. Uh, he'll be glad to put that up. <clears throat> okay, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a uh, let's go ahead and take a call real quick. This is uh, Lois from New Hampshire. He said she's willing to talk about anything. Lois, welcome to the show. Hi. <clears throat> I hope everyone's having a good time. Well, I, I hope so, too. How about you? Are you doing okay? Well, I am. I'm listening. I like to listen. I learn more when I listen. I <laughs> hope someone else wants to talk, too. Well, have you been to a uh, an Appleseed event? Have I? Yes, for three years. For three? Okay, so you're an instructor then. No, I'm an administrator. Okay, so you're working in admin. Are you part of the uh, the Apple Corps? Not really. Okay. Well, I'm sure that they would like to have you in that. Have you talked to anybody <laughs> about the... Uh, oh, I've, the... Got, I've got plenty to do without joining something else. Oh, okay. But you've been... Uh, You've been going to events for three years. Yes. Wow. And do uh, you have your rifle and patch? No, I don't. I don't shoot. I haven't been shooting yet. But um, I'm planning to start this summer if I have good luck. And where you're from New Hampshire. Look, because from, you, sound, like, you, you sound like you're from farther north than that. I... I uh, I'm three miles from the infield shoot from the infield outing club, where the shoot is this weekend. Ah, all right. In New Hampshire, yeah. It used to be my hometown. I lived there for eight years, and then I moved to a little village. Well, nice town. Well, we certainly appreciate you uh, donating your time and uh, and helping at the events and. Uh, you know, we've got a new program now that's called Apple Corps. And those folks, it's, it's not like you would be doing more because you're already, you said you're already doing the, the admin work, right? Getting people right. signed in and stuff like that. Well, all it does is just recognize that and they, uh, they give you a blue hat for that. And, no, uh, I have my own blue hat. Okay, all right. So you already I, have I, a hat, too. Well, I tried, uh, I think they were selling out the red and white and blue, or uh, red and blue. Uh, caps, and I think they had one left when I called in to see about getting one of those. Uh, I like a high crown. <laughs> well, this is uh, the Apple Corps is, is actually just part of the, the the hat would be free because we give those to the folks who are actually working in administrative stuff and administrative positions. Oh yes, positions. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. okay. All right. Well, I'm not telling you anything new then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, well let me tell every, let me tell everybody else then real quick about that, and that Thank is you, that. I'm sorry, that I didn't get that. I said let let me tell everybody else about the uh, about the Apple Core uh, sure. program because sure. that's I'm the good, program I'm where we. Too. Okay, that's the program where we get uh, where the folks that would like to help out with Appleseed, and they've decided that. Uh, that instructing is not uh, not the way that they would like to to devote their time. 
but they would like to help out in other ways, like uh, uh, doing administrative work, doing promotions, etc., stuff like that. Then there's a specific uh, uh, program that we'd like for those folks to get involved with called Apple Corps, and that's uh, that is for the folks who would like to become part of the staff, the Appleseed staff, but they would rather not instruct. So, if you would like to do that, contact one of the folks at uh, at either the shoot whenever you go to the shoot, or you can contact the folks on the forum or contact your state coordinator in whatever state you're in, and they'll help direct you toward the Apple Corps uh, uh, program so that you can uh, you can get plugged in and, and get any updates, et cetera, from the, the Apple Corps program that uh, can help you with, with doing admin work or promotions, et cetera. So be sure and contact your state coordinator, in order to uh, to get plugged into that, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> did you have any other questions that you wanted to ask? Well, I have in the past. I think I'm pretty well set right now on it. Okay. Well, I'm going to call. Uh, I'm going to call Mr. Smith and see if we can get him to. Uh, to come in, let me get his number here, and uh, and you could tell us a story, Lois, while I'm dialing, because <laughs> I you can't seem to, to talk you. at the same time. Tell us about the first event that you went to, or, or how you heard about the Apple Seed Program. Oh well, a friend of mine that's here in the state took his training in Vermont under Nickel. And he loved it so much, and he went up the ladder pretty fast in two weekends. So they named him the coordinator of New Hampshire. And so he said, I want you to me, I want you to be my administrator. I said, oh, good, I'm going to shoot right off. No, 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 you're going to do the book work. (laughs) (laughs) So that was good because I am a bookkeeper and have done books for years, so that's great. And we travel back and forth to all the meetings and all the places in New Hampshire. And and we started, when he first started, we were doing a lot in Maine. We really opened it up up there when they first started two or three years ago. Uh. But there's so many instructors and so many uh, shoot bosses and so forth now that we don't have to travel so much. Well, that's very good because uh, that's what we're hoping Oh yes, do, it's growing all the time. Is get, uh, you know, when we first started out, we had uh, folks having to travel all across the United States, everywhere, and right. uh, and we were doing that uh, because we didn't have folks in the state locally. But obviously, the best thing what we'd like to do is get folks to uh, get events set up right there uh, locally. So that those folks, those folks can handle the events right there. Right there, yes. You know that way you don't have to. Uh, the the program is designed to be a local program, to be locally owned. And well, uh, sure, but you have to have a way of spreading it, and because that's what we were doing. We the first one we did in Maine was up in Skowhegan, and they almost didn't ever hear about Appleseed. 
but we introduced them to it, and gosh, they're going all the time, and they have another one, I think, uh, in about eight to eight to ten weeks, I think, they have one up there. Mm. Well, we certainly appreciate all of the folks, uh, such as yourself, like you said, you've been doing it for three years, and uh, and donating your time and traveling around the country, uh, getting this stuff set up, and I'm glad that, that finally that... Uh, you know that there's uh, events local, especially you said the Enfields uh, range was real close to you, so uh, so that's very good. Well, there's another one Holderness, and there's another one down in Pelham. Well, there's quite a few of them in New Hampshire, but I can't name them all. It takes me time <laughs> to think of them, even. Right. Well, Lois, we thank you for uh, for the work that you've been doing, and uh, I'm going to tell the folks to. Uh, well, you said you already had a blue hat, so I guess you're taken care of. But <laughs> well, they can send me one if they want to. Okay. Well, I'll tell them to do that. So you make sure that you got a you've got a nice uh, high crown blue hat, so that uh, so that you can be uh, you can be part of the Apple Corps program since that's what you're doing anyway. It's not adding something new, but that's what you're doing anyway. So. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, Lois, okay, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank and, you for the... uh, and I'm not I'm not going to hang up. I'll just uh, I'll just close your mic. That way you can still listen if you want to. Okay. Oh yes, I want to. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, thank very you much. Lois. What is your name? My name is uh, Michael Adam. I'm Scout on the forum. Oh yeah. <laughs> thank you, Lois. And uh, and that is one of the folks that I'm talking about. That. Uh, that we depend on and uh, and that are that have devoted uh, a great deal uh of time to this she's been working for 3 years and like she said first she was going out uh well all across uh, the northeast to get uh, events set up and and that's great because that's what all of us did in the beginning we went everywhere uh, in order to get the event set up. But like I said, the the real purpose of the program is to make sure that that the program is owned locally, that the uh, that the the folks uh in every town, in every city, every county have their own little piece uh, of the apple seed project and they're running their own programs there because the apple seed project is not just about shooting. It's not just about history or heritage. It's about being the absolute best person you can be. It's about honoring the founders by uh, carrying on the traditions that they started. And by carrying on the traditions, what I mean is by making a conscious decision to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that those folks stood in ranks to defend so that we wouldn't have to, to safeguard the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords you, all right? And that can't be done by somebody traveling around the country uh, to different places uh, and talking to the folks. That has to be done by people in every city, in every county. And you want your neighbors 
your friends and your neighbors to be part of the Appleseed Project, to be part of the program. You should be able to, uh, if the program uh, ends up the way that we'd like for it to, you should be able to walk out your front door, uh, depending on where you live. I'd have to yell really loud here. But you should be able to walk out your front door and yell out uh, for a rifleman and have somebody hear it and walk out of their house uh, onto their front yard and wave back to you. Because that's what we're trying to do. That's uh, that's the only way that this is going to work. And it takes a lot of folks, and it takes a lot of time. And there's no shortcuts to it. There's uh, uh, We've all been looking for, uh, for shortcuts, for promotions, and for building the program. And, and the answer is that there are no shortcuts. It's not any different than building a... a like the folks that built the Great Wall of uh, China, or, the, or if you were going to build a uh, uh, a stone road or a stone bridge, there, there are no shortcuts. You have to put down a block, get it into place, put another block beside it, and wedge it in tight, pack it in good, and then put another one next to that, and another one next to that. And you have to keep doing that over and over until the road is finished. And and a lot of times it seems very tedious, but but there are no shortcuts. That's the way we're going to have to do this. That's what we're going to have to do to make it work. And and I know that a lot of times there's a, there's a big whip being brought down onto folks, and uh, and there's always the urging of faster, faster, and more and more. And and I understand that, and there's a reason for that, and the reason is is that <clears throat> our nation is in peril, and though it's not uh, it's not an obvious one that we can see very easily, uh, we don't see ranks of British regulars of redcoats uh, facing us with bayonets fixed. Uh, that's a very that's a very easily discernible danger, right? You can look at that and you can say, well, something must be done, and it must be done immediately. And there's not a whole lot of uh, options that you have to figure out what to do, right? I mean, it's a very it's a very easy answer. Beat the muster drum. Beat the drum. We'll have to muster. All right. We'll all have to we'll have to stand in ranks together, shoulder to shoulder. It's going to take uh, powder and shot and bayonet. And that's really the only answer, right? Today we face uh, a much more nebulous type problem. It's, it's not as easily discernible. And yet it is just as dangerous, just as, as nation and freedom and liberty ending as five brigades of British regulars on your front yard. It's a very, very dangerous situation that we face when our nation seems to be out of control with... uh, I won't go into everything that's going on because because you all know, most of you know what is is going on. the the nation is not being run 
uh, as the founders would have wished it to be. And I'm not talking about any political party either. Uh, I'm talking about every single person up there. I don't care what's in front of your name, if it's a, a D or an R, an I, an L, or what. It doesn't matter because everyone in the the Washington, all of the representatives, I believe, have lost sight of what their jobs are. They've become more enamored with uh, padding their feather nest, their feather beds, than they have with with doing what is right. And this has to change. The dangers that we face, as I said, are are, are not as easily discernible as as we'd like them to be sometimes. If it was something that you could see uh, and it only had uh, one or two answers, then 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 that cuts out a lot of the confusion, a lot of the uh, the anxiety. All right, here's the problem and here's the answer. And it's not so easy right now. I've compared it at times before to to the rust that attacks ships and bridges. And you drive across the bridge, and as you do, you can see some brown spots on it, and you think, well, that bridge is kind of rusty. And <clears throat> that rust, even though it's moving slow and it's taking years to do it, it's going to destroy that bridge, guaranteed. Absolutely 100% guaranteed that it will eat that bridge in half. It will destroy it. That bridge will fall into the water. Guaranteed if nothing is done about it. But how do you get folks excited about chipping away at paint and uh, and sanding off the rust and taking a wire brush and cleaning it off so you can put another coat on there? It's hard to get them excited about that. And yet if they don't, if we don't, perform some then then we may may well be lost we may well with nothing to hand to those that come after all right let's take another caller uh the information says it's wade this is wade from washington well, I must have waited just a second too long. The minute I clicked on his his number, he hung up. Wait, if you'll call back in, uh, I'll be glad to put you on. <clears throat> he said, "Wait." I believe that's Wade. That uh, he came to, uh, I think the second boot camp that we had uh, here in Texas back in 2007, and uh, and then went on to put in a. A uh, an apple seed range there at his place in Washington, and uh, Wade is a truck driver. If this is the same Wade, I believe it is. Wade is a truck driver, and uh, he drove his truck down here, his eighteen wheeler, and he didn't have a load on the trailer. And uh, I remembered at that uh, at that at that boot camp, uh, we had some high grass. It was higher than uh, than I. And we uh, pulled his truck up, and we shot off his truck as a platform, uh, which worked out quite well. Uh, it was able to hold uh, about, uh, I think, fifteen or fifteen or twenty guys, and uh, and we shot off his truck. All right. <clears throat> Wade, hey, how you doing? 
Yeah, Welcome you're breaking up a little bit, Mike. Huh? Welcome to the show, Wade. Hey, glad to be here. All right, did you hear what I was saying? Oh, a little bit. Something about uh, shooting off of the back of my trailer. Uh, yeah, there were about 15 plus the instructors. <laughs> well, how's everything going in Washington? Oh, doing pretty good. I learned a bit from Scout and uh, went ahead and figured out how to build a range down there, kind of played in the dirt with a turbocharged Tonka toy for a couple of days. And you've got your you've got the uh, first DAR there in uh, Washington State, and you guys yes. have been running for uh, well, you guys have been running for eight nine for uh, over three years uh, now, right? August of two thousand eight was the first shoot. Right. Right, and uh, so this will be your third year. Yes. Well, that is great, and. Uh, well, that way other it, people in Washington don't have to travel as far as I did to go to a shoot. <laughs> well, I tell folks, I say that, you know, every weekend uh across in the uh, every weekend of the year across the United States there is an apple seed weekend within reasonable driving distance of you. And uh and I say that because uh you know, the first uh, event I went to was about uh, 1,400 miles, and I didn't consider it that bad. And uh, and the first one you went to, how was uh, how many miles did you drive? 2,690. There you go. So anything less than that, I would think, would be reasonable. Well, I think so. So you guys that... Uh, you guys that are looking at an event and saying, you know what, that's uh, that's 250 miles away. That's uh, you know, that's a long way. Then uh, then you compare that to uh, 1,400 or 2,000, and see if uh, see if 250 is not uh, a more reasonable distance. How many events do you guys have lined up for this year, Wade? I there's six at the Dar, and I have a hard time keeping track of Ot Sixon and how many he's got lined up so far this year at other places. That's our new state coordinator. Uh, Wheeler 44 is moving to Alaska, so maybe he'll get Alaska moving. Mm. So honestly, I'm so busy out on the road most of the time driving truck, I don't know how many shoots are in Washington this year. Well, how many do you have lined up for your place, though? Six. There's five more this year. Well, that's great. And how many instructors are, are, just give me a ballpark figure, about how many instructors are there now in Washington? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to count them. Active or, well, if I just count the active ones, I'd say somewhere in the ballpark of a dozen. Well, that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Uh, okay, I'm trying to to handle three or four different messages and calling out at the same time. Uh, all right, and uh, where are you right now? Uh, Ota Mesa, California. That's down by the border of Mexico. Wow. 
Well, I know that you uh, you spend a great deal of time on the road, and really appreciate oh, yeah. uh, really appreciate you the amount of work you've put into this because you took the time and you put in a uh, uh, a rifle range because there wasn't one. Uh, at that time, there wasn't one that was convenient for everybody. You took the time to build one yourself, and uh, that's one of the things that that really makes uh, that really facilitates uh, a state getting up and getting going is making sure that there's a range that they can use. And uh, we've always said, if you can't find one, then build one. Nope. And I know that. It, I know that it's hard, and I know that it cost you a great deal and a lot of time, but uh, but that didn't stop you. You know, you went ahead yeah, and you but did if it. I don't, if, if I didn't spend the money now, don't spend the time and the money now to get other people to shoot, make sure there's a place, and do what I can, what am I going to have to do later to try and save this country? Right. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Right. Now, I heard a person... We can either work on it now or lose it all later. Right, exactly. And, you know, I heard a person, uh, uh, I think it was yesterday on the radio, and they were talking about... uh, uh, They were talking about, uh, I guess, the decision to... that a lot of folks were making to buy American products uh, rather than... Uh, than foreign made in order to support the nation, and uh, and and it's not that easy anymore because everything is made somewhere else. Now, there, if you try hard, you can find you can find places that still manufacture uh, in America, but it's it's not as easy anymore. But uh, but if we don't start doing that, if we don't start taking the time to do things like that, then then we'll lose every bit of manufacturing. And the, the reason I'm mentioning this is because it falls under the same idea that you just were speaking about, and that is that if you don't make the investment now, if you don't take the time to go to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Weekend and set yourself a goal of improving your marksmanship and then listening to what the folks have to say while you're there. If you don't make at least that little bit of investment, then then what are you doing to help your nation? What what are you doing to help safeguard the freedoms and liberties that living in this nation affords you? Now, I'm not saying that Appleseed is the only answer because it's not. I mean, there's plenty of ways you can get involved, but do you have one? Are you doing something? Because if you're not, and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, or you don't know how to get involved, that's what I'm telling you. That's what we're here for to help you with. Come to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. Listen to what we have to say, and that will help you make decisions on what you need to do. But everyone has to make an investment. Uh, there is no way for us uh, as a nation, as a people, to keep on getting the free ride that uh, that everyone seems to be taking, that everyone seems to be saying that, well, look, some, I'm sure that somebody else will take care of this. I'm sure that somebody else will go and put their finger in the dike because, you're right, because it would be idiots. It would be idiocy if they didn't. So somebody's going to take care of it, right? And 
the answer is that, is that not enough people are. And, and people nowadays think that the government is going to take care of you. But the thing that you have to realize is that the president is not the government. The senators and congressmen are not the government. The alphabet acronym agencies are not the government. The government is each and every American citizen. We, the people of these United States, and the duty, the responsibility of making sure that our nation is maintained, the freedom and liberties are maintained, falls squarely on the shoulders of each and every one of the American citizens. And and there's no way that you can get out from under this responsibility. There's no... The responsibility is an individual, and it's a non-delegatable, open-ended responsibility. That means you can't delegate. You can't say that. Uh, well, I'll just let uh, my mom take care of it, or my dad, or my brother. And you certainly can't say that you'll let your senator or congressman take care of it. You have to make sure yourself that the freedoms and liberties that are afforded to you by living in this nation, that you yourself are accepting the responsibility to maintain and safeguard them. And it's an open-ended responsibility. That means that you can't, uh, you know, I've told you guys before that I, I, I served six years with the American military, and I thought, in my mind, I said, well, that's good enough. I mean, I, I did my duty. Uh, I've served my my time, and I, I've done my duty to the nation, but it's an open-ended commitment. Uh, so there is no there is no date that it's done on. Uh, you have a commitment to maintain and safeguard those freedoms and liberties uh, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're an American citizen. So. You have to decide uh, to get involved, and then you have to pick a place where you can get involved, pick a way to do it, and get started on it. You have to make an investment in it. And, uh, Wade, you did a great job on, on getting started and making your investment. No, oh, thank you. Uh, you're, you're familiar with my take on the four boxes, aren't you? The four boxes. I'm not sure. Go ahead refresh okay. my memory. Okay, well, the fourth box is a cartridge box, okay? But I do it in this order. Our forefathers picked up the cartridge box so that we could use the soap box, the letter box, and the ballot box. And in my opinion, if we don't use those first three, you might as well go and pee on their graves. Because that's basically what you're doing if you're not using those first three. Exactly. Well, you know, we've talked about this before, too, is that <clears throat> the men and women on April 19, 1775, they didn't have, they didn't have a lot of choices. Uh, when I, as I said earlier, when you, when you have a danger that you're facing, when you have a predicament that you're in, whereas you're standing there facing uh, a brigade of armed uh, British regulars, 
then the problem uh, is very obvious, and the solution uh, is equally obvious. Either you either you fight or you run, and they made their decision to fight. Now, <clears throat> I can tell you also right now that if they would have had a choice back then, if you would have said to them, look, <clears throat> here are your choices. Uh, you guys can either grab all your gear, form up down on the green, and in about an hour uh, you're going to be met by uh, a body of armed professional soldiers, and it's going to be about a 20-to-1 ratio, uh, them against you. And uh, there's a good chance that uh, just by standing there, you're going to be, there's going to be issued a warrant for your arrest and exec- execution. Uh, if you don't get captured, you might get shot and killed, which is the easy part because the hard part would be getting shot and wounded because all there is to take care of you is some greasy barber or butcher. Uh, there's no uh, life flight. There's no hospitals. There's no antibiotics. Uh, so you could lose everything. You can use, lose your life, your family, your home, your freedom. You can lose everything, or here's a different solution. You can maintain a correspondence, a relationship with your elected representative, and you can get together with the other folks and talk to them about this, get them involved, and then you can do you can serve out your responsibility to responsibility to the nation. Uh, by participating in the governing of the nation and safeguarding the freedoms and liberties that living in the nation affords you, and you could do it that way. Now, you've got, uh, you've got about one minute to decide which ones are going to be. I, I think it would be a very easy, a very easy uh, choice for them to make. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to stand in ranks and, and be shot, be shot at, and... Uh, and to take a chance on losing everything, losing your freedom, losing your life. Uh, and we don't have to now because of what the folks did, what they what they began on April 19, 1775, and then finished eight long years later, and they created a new nation with... Uh, absolutely brilliant documents to guide that nation. And we can use the documents that they left 200 years ago, we can use the documents that they left along with our uh, our rights, and we can very easily, I say very easily, uh, very easily in contrast to standing in ranks and being shot, we can very easily solve the problems in that fashion. So the choice uh the choice is very is very clear. But it's going to take a uh, a great deal of participation by folks in order to make sure that it gets done. Do you carry uh you carry the uh, promo material with you on your drives, yeah. Wade? Yeah. 
I talk with other drivers and people I meet. Um, I hand out material. I hand out targets. Uh, I try to get... I, I have no idea how many people I've gotten to go to Apple Seeds. I'll, I'll have no way of knowing. Right. You know, because I right. meet people all over the country. Well, by its very nature, that's the nature of the program. I mean, it's the Appleseed Project, and, of course, we that's it's it's based on uh, Johnny Appleseed. And Johnny Appleseed was putting out uh, Appleseeds across uh, across the Northeast, and he didn't uh, – I'm sure he had no idea of how many trees – that grew after he put the seeds in either because that's the nature of the program is we're just planting the seeds we're not uh we're not uh going and talking to a person and then uh then calling them five minutes later and then uh and then calling them an hour later uh the same way that uh johnny appleseed did not uh he didn't put a seed in the ground and then sit there by it and lovingly pat the dirt down and and then put water on it and made sure that he cleared all the other uh, cover out so that the sun could reach that little patch and lovingly tender that seed until uh, it grew into a tree and then maintain the tree and uh, kept taking care of it so that uh, at some point later on, he would be able to reap the benefits of caring for that tree, and he would be able to eat the apples himself and uh, quench his own thirst with apple cider and, and sate his own hunger with uh, with sweet apples. And that wasn't the idea at all. He wasn't doing it so that he could reap the benefits. He was putting the seeds out, and uh, he was having to do it at a fast pace, so that he could cover a lot of ground, so that he get, could get a lot of trees planted. <laughs> Some of the seeds fell in uh, in fertile soil, and they took root, and they grew. Some uh, landed on rocks. Some landed on barren ground, and maybe they started to grow up and wither and die. Maybe some were affected by drought and died. But But by traveling, constantly traveling, constantly putting in seeds, he was assured that some of them would find fertile soil and would indeed grow and eventually would bear fruit. Not for him, not so that he could eat the apples, but so that those who would come later, those who would come after, would have apples. His kids, his grandkids, his great-grandchildren. And finally, 200 years later, millions of Americans that that he would never know could be eating the flesh of the apples that he had sown. It's the same thing with this program. We're talking to yeah. folks and everybody should have their everybody should have their elevator speech ready so that they can uh, when they meet somebody, they can give them the elevator speech and <coughs> they can let them know uh, what the program is, what we're doing, and and in many cases, that's all you're going to be able to do. You're just going to be able to hand them a card or a flyer and tell them what we do, give them the website, and then move on. And 
in some cases, the information is going to uh, to cause that person to go home, take a look, and uh, and maybe come to an event. Some of the people are just going to uh, are going to toss the card, and uh, and they'll never come. Uh, some of the people, it's going to be stuck in their head. They're going to mull it about for uh, a month or six months or a year. Or, or I've known people that uh, that I talked to two and three years ago. Well, all of a sudden showed up, and I said, "Hey, I remember talking to you about three years ago. What what happened?" They said, "Well, it just took me a little while to uh, took me a little while to get going and finally do it." But you know what? <clears throat> Those people wouldn't have showed up even two or three years later if. I wouldn't have talked to them two or three years ago, right? I mean, right. if I wouldn't have mentioned it to them in the first place, then they certainly wouldn't have come. So, so don't get ever, don't ever get discouraged by the fact that uh, that you talk to a bunch of folks and that you never know if it did any good or not. All right, look at the uh, look at the oath that uh, that we send out. When we, that we ask folks to take <clears throat> one of the uh, one of the lines in the oath that we ask folks to repeat is is that I'm going to keep on doing this. I'm going to keep on pushing the program. I'm going to keep on talking to folks, uh, even though I may never know if it's doing any good. Even though I may never know, I may I may never get some uh, some direct feedback. That uh, that what I'm doing is any good. I'm just going to keep doing it anyway. You know, I use the analogy of uh, of the Titanic, and uh, and in in some of the times when I've spoken to folks at Apple Seeds, and especially to instructors, because it's very important that the instructors understand this is that <clears throat> you know when you have the when the Titanic, the unsinkable ship, when it struck an iceberg and began to take on water and sink, there were uh, there were just a couple of types of folks. You could, there were there were thousands of people in the ship, right? But when you boiled it all down, they only came they only turned into a couple of types. And you had the the main portion of the folks who fell into the group of. Uh, of say the the people who uh, either <coughs> didn't want to admit that anything was happening, uh, you know they 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 wandered around in a in a haze, uh, or they denied that there was anything wrong. You know they had the band that was playing, and uh, and then some of those folks also uh, wailed and moaned, "Oh woe is us! Woe! Who will save us?" How can we be saved? And and those folks, for the greatest part, were they did nothing. Whatever their future was going to be, they contributed to it uh, in no way. Then you had another group of folks who, once that they heard the ship was sinking, well, they they immediately spanned out to the ship and tried to get folks uh, out of their rooms. Uh, they went down to to find out where the water was coming in. They tried to figure out a way to slow or stop the leaks uh, to get the water out of the ship. 
And what we ask folks, or what I ask folks, or tell them is that, look, as an instructor, uh, are you willing to are you willing to go down and bail when the water is rising and it's rising up above your knees? And will you continue to bail when it goes above your waist? Will you stay and continue to bail when the water reaches your chest? What about when the water gets up to your neck and starts to touch the bottom of your chin? Will you keep bailing? What about whenever it crosses your chin and you have to tilt your head up to breathe? Will you still continue to bail? Because if you won't, then then you're probably not the kind of person that we need. We need the kind of folks who are going to continue to bail even when it looks like there is no hope, like there is no possible win to the situation. Because I can tell you this, victory has never been snatched from the jaws of defeat by somebody who gave up when the water was at their waist. Never. You cannot snatch victory from the jaws of defeat when you give up. Even if you think it's not going to work, you have to continue on. You have to be willing to continue on, to stay with it. Unless you find, unless you have found a better answer, unless you stumbled into a, a corridor uh, that was filled with rubber life rafts or something like that. If you have some better way of doing this, fine, do it. Let me know. Maybe it's something I want to do. But if you haven't, then maybe you need to come to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event and listen to the stories told and let us uh, put you on the launching pad and light, light your fuse. Become heck, a part of, a, of the program. Yourself. What's that? I said, heck, you might even enjoy yourself. <clears throat> well, listen, you know what? Uh, I could understand folks saying, look, <clears throat> if we were – if the Appleseed Project was recruiting folks and they were saying, look, here's what we're going to have to do. I need you to get go get your gear, get your battle rifle, get, uh, uh, you know, three, 400 rounds uh, for a basic load. And three, 400 rounds is a lot. It's pretty heavy. Uh, we usually carried, well, I usually carried about 300 rounds, five, five, six. And even that was very heavy because that's not all I was carrying. I was carrying everything else. But anyway, we're we're not telling you to go and grab your battle rifle, and your basic load of gear, your bug-out bag, and coming with us, and that uh, we're going to uh, march uh, without water uh, until we can find the equivalent of uh, a brigade of uh, regular troops, and then we can oppose them uh, with rifle fire and possibly get killed, wounded, uh, arrested, tried, and hung. We're not asking you to do any of that. Here's what we're asking you to do. Uh, grab your rifles, some ammo, some food, uh, water, uh, you know, a folding chair, uh, sunscreen, uh, and then a friend. Grab a friend. You guys come to an Appleseed event. It's been a great weekend learning 
the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship. I'll learn all the stuff that uh, that would normally take you uh, 30 years or 40 years uh, if you're just doing it haphazardly. Learn it all in one weekend. At the same time, listen to some great stories and spend time in the company of riflemen. Spend time in the company of the best folks on the face of the planet. Now, how is that? How is that something that's hard to do? We're telling you that you can make a big impact in the direction of this nation by doing something that's pleasurable. Now, I don't know how much easier it gets than that. Do you, Wade? I don't know, but there's a lot of them. There's added bonus where you can camp out and enjoy the company in the evening, wake up the next morning refreshed, don't have to drive all the way out there, you're already there. Sit around the campfire and listen to stories. Well, I can certainly Can't tell you that if, yeah, if, the, uh, if the Founding Fathers had been offered this choice, if the, uh, the folks at Lexington, at the North Bridge and Concord, at uh, Long Battle Road, if they had been <laughs> offered this, they would have gladly taken it. Uh, how can you pass this up? You're going to spend the day shooting uh, with uh, good folks, with your friends, uh, and then you're going to uh, sit around a campfire that evening. And uh, you're going to talk about uh, ways that you could, could further the program, that you could uh, they, you can help make things right. And then you're going to get up in the morning, you're going to shoot again. You're going to set yourself a goal of improving your rifle marksmanship, and then you're going to meet or exceed that goal. And that's a good feeling. You set yourself a goal, you accomplish it, and then the logical the logical follow-on is what next? What next? What goal can I set next? What goal can I set next and accomplish? I'm ready to go. I'm, 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 I'm psyched. I'm ready to go. What goal can I accomplish next? And... Right. Are and teach others. Right, and that's the way that you get started. Listen, if you guys want to call in, I'm not sure what happened to uh, to Mr. Smith. Uh, as far as I know, we were all set to go, and uh, and uh, apparently something has happened. He's uh, uh, he's been detained in some way or something. <clears throat> But uh, Benjamin Smith is the editor uh, of the uh, – he's the vice president of Ertl Publishing, and he's the editor for the uh, Patriots of the American Revolution uh, magazine. And it's a great magazine. Uh, let me uh, let me grab the website here for it real quick. Uh, listen, maybe if uh, – Okay. If I'm if I'm typing, then I'm uh, then I am not talking. Okay. Let me give you the website here for the magazine, and I'm sure that uh, if he doesn't call in, we'll uh, we'll have him back on because uh, this is a great magazine. <clears throat> it is. Uh, 
is a great magazine, and there's not another one like it uh, that you can find. Now, I was reading a, an issue of, uh, I believe it's American Heritage magazine, uh, this last week at the library, and uh, they were covering the uh, the American Civil War. <clears throat> but this is the only magazine of its type <clears throat> that covers the uh, the American Revolutionary War. Uh, this month's issue, one of the things it has is uh, is a feature on Benjamin Talmadge and the Culpeper spy ring. Uh, there was a great deal of uh, intelligence gathering, of espionage, uh, all throughout the American Revolution. And uh, you don't hear about that as much because by its nature it's usually kept fairly quiet. But uh, there was a great deal of spying going on on both sides. And uh, the current issue talks about uh, one aspect of it, which was uh, Benjamin Talmadge, who was, I believe he was a colonel in the uh, uh, the colonial army, and, uh, and about the spy ring that he had set up. Now, uh, Washington was, uh, throughout the war, uh, he was constantly... Uh, searching out intelligence uh, on his enemies and constantly trying to build uh, intelligence uh, gathering units. And uh, this is going to cover one of those. It's a great magazine, very professionally done. And uh, you can find the uh, the website is let me see. I'll just copy it right here and paste it into the the chat room. www.patriotsar.com. That's the uh, that is the website for the uh, for the magazine, and uh, they'll actually let you read a little bit of each of the. Uh, of some of the uh, stuff online. Uh, one of the things that, and I believe that uh, that Mr. Smith or one of his guys, uh, since he's not here to explain it to me, I will just have to tell you what I think happened, is that uh, the folks that went to the the NRA convention, I believe they met there at the NRA convention, and uh, they managed to talk him into putting a... Uh, and I, I don't know if it was a full-page ad uh, in the uh, the magazine, but what we'd like for you guys to do is take out a subscription uh, of the magazine. Now, it's not like we're asking you to subscribe to uh, Home and Garden, uh, which I actually think is a good magazine, or uh, you know something that something that you wouldn't like, right? This is actually a great. A magazine that is dedicated to telling the story of the patriots that fought in the American Revolutionary War. Uh, in each issue, they have articles on leaders, battles, events of the, re- of the revolution, research on early American culture, profi- profiles of patriots written by their descendants, book reviews, interviews, trivia, and plenty of facts. So, Make sure that you take some time to check uh, to check that out. www. 
PatriotsAR.com. That's uh, www.PatriotsAR.com. And uh, like I said, you can, uh, until you get your copy of it, you can read some of the current issues. They'll let you uh, download uh, PDFs with, uh, uh, with some of the articles and stuff in it. But one of the things that we want to do, of course, is to is to help the folks that are helping us. And if somebody will, if somebody's going to put a uh, an article in their uh, magazine, then uh, uh, then I think it uh, behooves us to to help them out by subscribing to it. And like I said, this is not uh, it's not a it's a magazine that you're going to want to read anyway. Like I said, there's there's plenty of stuff in it. Now I first saw the magazine uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, and I've read it in the uh, in our library. The library carries a copy of it, and uh, <clears throat> but I'm going to subscribe to it myself. And uh, I was I was talking to Mr. Smith uh, this last week about it because. Uh, I had read uh, one of the issues of it, and then uh, it was back whenever I was trying to figure out ways to promote the program and seeing if I could uh, possibly uh, to get the the information about Appleseed running through the different reenactment uh, organizations, etc. And so I was reading uh, one of the classified, not classified, one of the uh, – uh, one of the ads for uh, some reenactors in one of the magazines, and that caused me to go to a uh, an online site, and that led me to another site and another site. And finally, I found uh, a site that was dedicated. It was a very large site uh, dedicated to folks who were followers of Bannister Tarleton and uh, – and reenactors who that was their main gig. It was like a uh, it was a Bannister Tarleton fan club, <clears throat> and that caused me to write a a story that I had posted on the blog. You know, we used to have a blog here at the Appleseed Project, and uh, it was taken down because I'm because I don't know why. Anyway, one of the stories that I wrote for the blog uh, that caused me to write that. Because uh, uh, during my military service, uh, I ended up at one point uh, on a uh, long-range reconnaissance patrol unit, and uh, and during some of our training ops, we would work in like national forests and stuff like that, right? And uh, we got dropped into the middle of a uh, lake, Lake Houston, uh, late one night, and made it to shore. And we got ourselves onto the shore, and I was, uh, we were ready to move out, and I was scouting ahead, and all of a sudden I heard some voices, and uh, so I worked close enough to where I could try and get a better look at the voices, 
and then all of a sudden this guy comes walking around a tree right to where I was, and he's dressed in a Nazi SS uniform. And uh, I quickly put him against the tree with my knife, and just for the fraction of a second, you know, I had one of those strange, uh, those strange feeling that uh, that maybe, perhaps, I had stepped through some kind of a portal in time or something, and uh, and uh, <laughs> and now I was in World War II. Uh, because it was completely unexpected. I mean, I'm out in the middle of, of nowhere, and I didn't think there would be any people there, let alone a Nazi uh, SS soldier. Well, it turns out that they were reenactors, and they were doing their own gig for something else. But uh, the point of that story is that uh, that, along with the Bannister-Carlton thing, made me, it made me ask the question of why. Now, I'm not talking about why be a reenactor. I, I, look, I get that. I get it, okay? I get that. I understand. And, uh, and I'm, sure that, uh, I'm sure it would be fun to do. What I don't understand, though, is, <clears throat> uh, is for me anyway all right for me uh you know whenever i was a kid i always uh i always played the the sheriff or uh you know or, or Audie murphy uh and if i was going to be a reenactor i would want to be uh colonel glover or uh morgan or washington somebody I think that the last person I would want to be is Benedict Arnold or uh, Bannister Tarleton. So what my question was is what makes people decide to to be the bad guy? What makes somebody want to be Darth Vader, to play Darth Vader, you know, if they're going to be a reenactor? And, uh, and uh, it's a long story, but that... That's where the the story that I wrote came from was from starting out reading this magazine. And listen, the magazine is great. And uh, like I said, I usually cheat and read it at the library. But uh, because of the fact that uh, that Mr. Smith uh, that he put the ad in there, and I, I don't know how long they're going to run it, but uh, uh, because he put the ad in there and put up a link. Uh, for the program and that he's uh, helping to push the program. I'm going to go ahead and subscribe myself to the magazine because, like I said, even without him putting that up, it's a great magazine, and uh, I think that you guys would be would be very happy with it. And if you want to read some of it, as I said, go to uh, www.patriotsar, as in Patriots of the American Revolution, dot com, and... Uh, and you can take a look at uh, the current issue, some of the uh, back issues, uh, photographs, uh, links, uh, all different kinds of stuff. Not only that, but for you guys that are writers, they take stories. If you want to write uh, an article about uh, your uh, one of your relatives, if you guys uh, are 
sons of the American Revolution, or if you're uh, daughters of the American Revolution, you have a relative who fought in the American Revolutionary War, they'll take your story. So uh, that would be if you go to their website there and you check on the, uh, there's a link that says advertising along with the writer's guidelines. <clears throat> they'll take your story there, and uh, you might get your article in the magazine. So I'm not going to say that they're going, they're guaranteed to put it. I'm just saying that they they will listen to your, they'll read your story, and uh, if it's good enough, they'll put it in the magazine. But uh, that's one of the things that they want is articles from folks on uh, on their family members who fought in the American Revolutionary War. All right. Uh, if you would like to. If you'd like to call in, if you have any comments on this, any questions about it, as I said, we'll get Mr. Smith to come back on the show next week. Uh, we'll see if he wants to come on next week. Uh, we're going to have uh, Beth Schoenberg from the Dairy Brownfield Show. Beth, of course, is a great friend to uh, Appleseed. Ever since we started off, she started off with uh, uh, with the folks there in Missouri and Sam Damewood. Uh, Sam D. Uh, worked with Beth, and I believe he's been on the Dairy Brownfield show several times. There's a couple other folks uh, uh, from the Midwest there. And uh, she has been helping and pushing the Appleseed Project uh, since we began it. She's a good friend of ours. And as uh, you guys probably know, Mr. Brownfield died recently, and... uh, and I guess the family decided not to continue on with this show. So Beth is beginning her own radio show. It's a completely new show. And uh, and she could certainly use our help. So she's going to come on and talk to us about that uh, this next Thursday. But we'll try and get, uh, we'll try and get Mr. Smith to come back on from... Uh, Patriots of the American Revolution, because uh, uh, because that's going to be it'll be a good show. Uh, if you would like to call in, we'll be glad to take your calls at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Just call in, uh, tell the screener. Uh, who you are and what you'd like to talk about, and uh, he will get the information and we'll get you on. We'll be glad to take the calls, and uh, and if you have folks, if you have uh, part of your crew that you would like to get, uh, uh, that you would like to say uh, or give props to or uh, or give encouragement to or congratulations, this is the time to do it. We'll be glad to uh, take your calls and let you say, uh, let you give your congratulations on the air. Because we always like to hear about folks that have either passed their PCs or at, uh, or have become full instructors or have uh, become riflemen. Uh, any of that. Anytime you guys want to call in, we'll all, no matter what show we're doing, we'll always take those calls because. Uh, I want to make sure that the folks are that they're getting their pat on the back. All right, we're we're really good. We're really good about 
about working folks like dogs, but we're less we're less uh, good at telling them thanks. So anytime you have a uh, anytime you have a uh, or you want to get on the air and tell somebody thanks for something, we'll be glad to take your calls. <clears throat> All right, now let me quickly tell you guys that uh, as always promotions of the program, getting the word out, out about the program, is one of the most important things that you will do uh, as a uh, as an Appleseed member, is making sure that the word gets out about the program. And there's quite a few ways to do this, all right? <clears throat> and, and, and once again, let me remind you that the, the Appleseed Weekend is just the cream, it's just the icing. The real work of uh, of an instructor, of a state coordinator, of an Appleseed member, takes place from the end of the event on Sunday evening until the next event starts on Saturday morning. That's when the real work takes place because you have to make sure that you're constantly looking for new locations and... Uh, and recruiting instructors and promoting the program. We're at a we're at a good place right now in the program. We've got a lot of uh, locations, a lot of ranges have seen the benefits of working with us, and uh, and they're really good to go with the program. <clears throat> the thing is, though, is that most of the events, uh, it's not that we need. Uh, a huge number of new locations uh, in order to continue to grow the, grow the program. What we need to do is get more information out uh, uh, to folks about the program and fill up the lines at the existing locations. And I've told you guys many times that the absolute best way, uh, the super secret uh low-tech, high-yield way of getting the information out about the program is word of mouth, right? That's no secret. That is the thing that makes uh, that makes any uh, business, any organization that makes it run is word of mouth. It's the simplest way to uh, get folks to attend events because uh, it doesn't require any previous uh, exposure to the program. What happens is you tell a friend or relative about the program and uh, and you ask them to come. They hear a trusted friend or relative tell them about a program and they're good to go on that person's say-so. So then it doesn't require uh, any other previous contact with the program, anything. All you have to do is you have to go to grab one of your family members, one of your friends, and say, look, uh, if there's an event uh, uh, in two weeks, there's an event coming uh, in city XYZ, and I'd like you to attend it with me, okay? We've been friends a long time, and it's very important to me, and I'd like you to attend. Will you do it? And they either will or they won't, but almost guaranteed they won't if you don't ask them. So make sure that you're asking folks, and don't uh, don't hesitate to start right there in your immediate family. 
All right? Uh, bring your significant other to the event. Bring your wife to an event. <clears throat> Show her that, uh, prove to her that you're just not out uh, drinking beer and shooting at beer cans uh, for the weekend. Let her see what's really going on uh, at an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event, and maybe she'll want to get involved, right? What, uh, what better, uh, what better uh, setup for a team is that? You and your wife traveling uh, around the country on the Appleseed Don and, uh, and teaching at events. And we have several uh, man and woman uh, teaching teams. And we have uh, quite a few father and son, grandfather and grandson, father and daughter, uh, brother and sister, brother and brother teams. And listen, it works out really great. And uh, and we have whole families uh, that uh, that are traveling together as families. Or they they can do events just within their own family. Right, you got uh, we've got several families who have uh, three, four, and five instructors in their families. So the first thing you do is you want to try and get uh, get your family involved. <clears throat> okay, so remember, if you want to give somebody, if you want to say thank you to somebody, if you want to say thank you to somebody for doing a great job, for passing their PC, for getting their rifleman's patch for opening up a new range, for for doing anything that they've done so far, then uh, give us a call at 347-308-8790 to thank them. I want to thank uh, the folks here in the Texas team. I'd like to thank uh, the husband and wife team of Andrew and Lauren LaCren, uh, Star Fox and Double L, because they do a great job uh, as a team uh, teaching at events. They're the folks who uh, brought the DIVA organization uh, into the fold. Uh, they have brought uh, several of the other organizations in. Uh, they're working with the uh, uh, the cadets, uh, and they've had uh, several of the cadet uh, groups have come through the Dallas organization. I want to thank uh, uh, Alonso One. Uh, he has uh, he has uh, I've leaned heavily on uh, on Mark for quite a while, and uh, he's done a great job not only here in Texas, but uh, jumping across the border too and helping out. Uh, he did a lot of great work in. Louisiana, and listen at this. Uh, at the same time, I want to tell the folks in Louisiana and all of the states that are experiencing flooding that uh, you're in my prayers. I know that we have the uh, the Sherburn Range, and I believe a couple of others that had to be closed because of the uh, the gates, the floodgates uh, being opened there. I believe the Sherburn Range is is probably going to be closed indefinitely. Because last I heard when I talked to Steve McPeak that uh, that the range was going to be under 17 to 20 feet of water. Uh, and that uh, who knows how long it would be underwater. And then 
who knows what that's going to do? You know, when you have 20 foot of water, uh, there may not be anything at all left uh, when they get through. There's going to be uh, thousands and thousands of acres uh, destroyed by this flooding, and uh, and certainly my my prayers are going out to to those folks. Uh, and then the rest of the cr- the the crew, uh, Pop Paul Hunt, <clears throat> uh, he's been doing a great job. Uh, so has uh, Tommy Newton, uh, Chuck Leeming. Uh, he has been doing a great job. He, uh, I believe, he was listed this last year as uh, the uh, Appleseed instructor. With the who had who had done the most events, and I believe he'd done them all in six months. I don't know if he'd done uh, twenty or twenty-one in the six months. <clears throat> and uh, uh, I'm just very happy, very proud of the crew that uh, is running here in Texas. And uh, if you'd like to uh, to give praise to any of your crew, then uh, we'll be glad to. Uh, to take your call so that you can do so. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, somebody call in and uh, and say thanks to somebody on your crew. I'm giving you guys the opportunity to, so don't uh, don't waste it. <clears throat> call in and let somebody on your crew know uh, how much you appreciate them. <clears throat> or I guess if you want to call and uh, tell your guys to get to work because they're not doing enough, you could do that. I don't know how how well that's going to go over. Historically, it hasn't uh, done well uh, by yelling at folks. Uh, so maybe the uh, the honey approach is better. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> all right, and uh, <clears throat> I've told you about the the word of mouth. All right, so that's the first thing you're going to do is you're going to you're going to let the folks closest to you know. The easy fish. You're going to get somebody you know, a friend or relative. You're going to tell them about the program. You're going to get them to come. It's not going to be hard. I'm telling you, it's not going to be hard to get somebody you know to come. Some the folks know you. They trust you. They trust your uh, opinions, your suggestions. They're going to they're going to climb in the truck with you, and they're going to come to an event. All right. Then make sure also at the same time. Uh, We've got a bunch of new flyers, new promotional promotional material. If you need some of that, uh, shoot a note to the, uh, uh, well, whoever is handling uh, materials. Ask them to put you a, a load in your next shoot box. Now, we've got a new uh, promotional flyer, and it's just a uh, photograph, and there's the website listed on it. Then there's a band, I believe, across the, uh, that cuts uh, diagonally across the top right-hand corner. <clears throat> what you can do, what I do, is uh, I take a uh, black Sharpie and I write in the date uh, of the upcoming events right under that line. Then I put my phone number right there. And then I take those and I salt all of the uh, uh, the thrifty nickel stands with those for miles around. Uh, and you, everyone has some equivalent to the thrifty nickel, right? That's the 
the little classified papers that they put out. I'll just uh, go in there and I'll lift up the top paper, put one under it. Lift up the second paper, put one under it. Lift up the third paper, put one under it. And then I'll just lay one on top. All right. Four sheets. I'm not, you don't have to get. Uh, you don't have to go crazy with it. But uh, put four sheets out there, and then uh, lay a couple of tri- trifolds up on the counter, and then go to the next place and do that. All right. Uh, then I go to the. Uh, as I'm doing my shopping, a lot of times I don't make special trips for this. I just do this. I keep it in my car, and I do it as I'm uh, out and about. And then uh, when I get to places like Walmart that have the uh, uh, shotgun news, I'll take uh, a stack of them, and I'll put pull down the stack of shotgun newses, and I'll open it up to Fred's column, and I'll put a flyer in there with the upcoming event for that month, the upcoming events, and my phone number. I'll just stick it right in there in the Fred's column section, and then I'll put them all back up on the shelf. Now, you probably don't want to do this while the Walmart person's standing there, but uh, nobody's ever said anything to me, and I figure, uh, you know, it can't hurt anything. I'm not putting anything illegal in. I'm not... Uh, uh, I'm not putting anything that's contrary to what the magazine, what Shotgun News stands for. It's already got a paid ad in there for uh, for the Appleseed Project. <clears throat> so I slide uh, those into each one. And uh, sometimes I'll also, I've got a bunch of uh, cheap business cards made up. Uh, I'll staple a business card to the corner that has my all my contact information, the uh, website and everything else onto it, and put those up. And uh, I'll do the same with the trifolds. I'll open them up, staple a business card right in the uh, the center of the trifold, fold them back up, and then I'll put those out. And uh, and then whenever I travel across the uh, United States, there are the uh, rest stops, and the rest stops have the the equivalent of the trifolds in there. Every rest stop I stop at, I will place. Some of the trifolds in the rest stop, uh, you know, those where they keep all the brochures at. I'll put some in there because how's anybody going to know that uh, that they don't belong there? Now I don't put uh, 50 of them in there. I put three or four, just some seeds, just some apple seeds in there. <clears throat> all right. Uh, and then very quickly, let me remind you that uh, radio. Radio is cheap and easy and free. If you are not sure where to get started, Google Radio Station Locator. Radio Station Locator. That will give, that will give you a, uh, a site where you can just plug in your location, uh, hit Submit, and it will give you all of the radio stations in your area. It will tell you what their format is, uh, everything about it. They got the ones that uh, are talk radio, usually conservative. It doesn't have to be. You can go to any talk radio station, listen to the station, listen to what they're saying. When they say something that gives you an in that will allow you to segue into uh, Appleseed, uh, call in and segue into it. This is a good way to reach a lot of people at one time. And listen, it's not hard to do. You can get on. You could be on a radio station every single day talking if you wanted to. <clears throat> All right, guys, uh, that's gonna 
that's going to uh, take up our time tonight. Once again, I'm not sure what happened with Mr. Smith, but we'll find out, and we'll get him on the show, and uh, and we'll have him for you. Beth Schoenberg from the uh, what used to be the Derry Brownfield Show will be on this uh, this next week, and uh, we'll see you guys again next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Until then, God bless and keep you all close, and. Uh, We'll see you next Thursday, 7 p.m. Central. If anybody needs any other information, please contact me. I'll be glad to get it to you. Good night, everyone.